0: All right, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Golf Guide Podcast. Uh, We have got a phenomenal, phenomenal episode of Nice Grass, Nice People for you here with my co-host, Chris Durr, and uh, we're actually going to be talking all about my co-host and his experience on Breaking Aaron Hills, which is a production from the Random Golf Club. Uh, He was able to fly out to the Midwest and play the 2017 U.S. Open venue in a quest to break 80, and it is fantastic. Episode 1 aired earlier this week, and I think they're going to be coming out with a new episode each of the next several weeks until their round of golf is complete. So, had an absolute blast talking with Chris all about his experience. Uh, And so before we get to that interview, I wanted to just remind all of you out there that this episode is proudly presented to you by Suave Golf. You know what? Good friends... Great golf courses, phenomenal vibes. That is what you find at Suave Golf. We organize outstanding golf vacations to some of the world's best golf courses. Right now, you can sign up for the 2022 Suave Two Man Championship at Bandon Dunes. It is going to be taking place next March. You and a partner sign up. uh, Three days of exceptional, uh, you know, tournament, casual tournament play, I should say, and then one uh, casual round of golf. Uh, we're going to be playing Pacific Dunes, Bandon Dunes, Bandon Trails, and Old McDonald, And you're going to get to do it while meeting a bunch of great people in a really fun environment. are going to have great swag for everybody. It's going to be a really good time. If you want to learn more or sign up, make sure to visit suavegolf.com and check out our golf sabbaticals. All right. With that, everybody, let's get to the podcast. Let's get to Mr. Chris Durr here on Nice Grass, Nice People on the Golf Guide Podcast everything's gonna be all right look at this place silver acres rest home oh it looks more like a country club than a nursing home nice grass nice people and i hope you brought your bathing suit i am so excited more than usual to be talking to my boy Krister, not just because when we get together on Nice Grass, Nice People, I just get to talk golf with one of my all-time homies. But right now, we're talking to a bunding superstar in Christopher Dur Valencia of Random Golf Club fame. Dude, normally we get to come onto this podcast and talk about other people's golfing exploits, talking about the pros, doing whatever they're doing. But I am stoked that on today's episode, we just get to talk about you. This is all about Chris dirt Like
1: I, I I don't know why. It just makes me really excited. Oh, welcome, partner. Dude, good to be here. Yeah, it's crazy. I uh my Instagram's never been blown up more than it is right now and I feel a little <laughs> bit weird about it. But here we are, dude. Here we are. I uh super good to see you, my man. It's been way too long. Way too long. You've had a kid now, so your life is flipped turned up and upside down a little bit. So we don't get to do this as often as we'd like or as often as we used to, man, but it's so so good to see you. Oh, I
0: would like, say all the sweeter when we do get together. And um, yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I could tell you about dad life, but I'm not going to lie to you. Nobody cares. So I'm just going to go ahead and skip over that real quick. Um, so I'm I'm just going to get straight to it, man. I for anybody listening to this podcast that uh, isn't following the socials or anything like that, I'm just going to fill you in real quick. Um, Chris was a part of a video series called Breaking Aaron Hills. Um, it is. Done by Random Golf Club, which is run by Eric Anders Lang, who in the world of golf uh, is puts out some incredible video content uh, on YouTube. He's worked with Scratch TV a lot. Guy travels all over the world. You actually had him on the No Gimmies podcast what six years ago, seven years ago?
1: Yeah, in 2016, he was yeah, on like, the No Gimme's podcast in 2016, dude. which is
0: which is pretty awesome. Which actually, I have, so first thing I have to ask you is um, when you know when you got to talk to Eric, did he remember you from his appearance on
1: the No Gimmies podcast? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely he did. Okay. Uh, awesome. It was actually it was actually really funny. So I've I've been fortunate enough to cross paths with Eric multiple times Okay. uh in my life and to think that it all started from a literal cold call in 2016 when I was like 23 years old and was like, "Hey, I have this budding golf podcast and he was only doing adventures in golf for scratch tv at that time and they were on season one or season two yeah, I remember. and i'd seen like five or six episodes and thought it was the coolest thing i'd ever seen i was like man this guy is like the anthony bourdain of golf i wonder if he'd be willing to come on the podcast i just slid in his dms and was like hey like i live in san francisco i'm starting a podcast Do you want to come on and talk like i don't want to take too much of your time but like you know 30 40 minutes we ended up talking for like an hour and 10 minutes and mm-hmm. and just talked all things golf uh, and his life a little bit. Cause I mean, literally, like I said, he's the Bourdain of golf. So it was just cool to kind of run through all of that with him. And he was, and he was really cool, man. I remember that interview was great. And then oh, I he had was it talking about see- his
0: documentary that he was making the be the ball, uh, documentary, be the ball documentary. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. We
1: went over, the, we went over the be the ball thing cause he told, and then I don't know if you're, if anybody has listened to that podcast, by all means, go back and listen to it. But it was kind of funny. He even mentioned on that podcast, how he views himself as more of a filmmaker Uh, And then Random Golf Club kind of blew up and he ended up, and Adventures in Golf did as well, and he ended up being in front of the camera a lot more. Um, And kind of the ethos of the breaking series, the way he explained it to me, is like his ability to be that filmmaker again, right? He spends more time behind the camera, more time in production, more time doing those things that he enjoys a little bit more, as opposed to being in the front, like the guy in front of the camera, which I thought was really sure. cool. And then the, his best way to do that was to incorporate the community and invite people to come play these awesome, incredible, fantastic golf courses. And and I was lucky enough to, uh, to get selected for the breaking Aaron Hill series dude, And, and it was quite the experience to say the least.
0: Yeah, no, that's uh, that's awesome, man. And, uh, I mean, you know, having only been able to watch episode one, uh, which is available now on YouTube from the Random Golf Club Films uh, YouTube page, um, dude, he does such a good job. And, and that's the, I, I think this applies to all of the Random Golf Club videos. So just for a little extra context for everybody, just in case you aren't familiar with this, um, you know, Random Golf Club is kind of a, you know, a, how, how would you explain Random Golf Club to somebody who's not familiar with it? I, obviously, it was started by Eric Anders Lang as kind of like a community to kind of just get people who maybe don't take golf too seriously out together to meet new people golfing together. I mean, is it, I don't know. Is it more complicated than that?
1: No, I don't think it is. I think at the end of the day, I I don't know. I don't want to try to, you know what? It's not my place. I want to try to say something about random golf club, but it's, it's Eric's baby, you know, but the best way to describe Eric, like I, Eric and what he's trying to do is just create a community for golfers, man. I know that's a super blanket statement, but
0: is he trying it, to hashtag grow the game?
1: I don't – yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like he is trying to grow the game a little bit, but I don't know. It's nice. It's nice to, like, have a place to find that community. Golf is in, an innately strong community, right? Like, when you see some guy – if you're walking down the street and you see some guy wearing, like, a Pebble Beach shirt, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, hey, like, this guy golfs. You know? Like, it's it, – yeah. it's, it's uh, so I don't know. I think he's trying to do something. Like, it's cool to have him try to do something and build a community that's not affiliated to a club or where you live, right? right. He's just trying to – He's trying to make it more known for just anybody who is curious about the game, plays the game, or loves the game, you know? So, yeah. and I mean, frankly, he's doing a great job. He's doing a great <laughs> he's job. Killing, he's and killing I, it.
0: I will say this. So, I mean, like you said, he kind of became known in the golf community when he started doing adventures in golf. Um, and it's now, I don't know what, in season six, seven, I don't know. He's been doing it. Seven. Prob- yeah. Probably been to, you know, a hundred plus different countries, you know, kind of profiling different places and cool places to play golf, yada, yada, yada. I, I will say this. I've never been to a random golf club meetup or anything like that. So I can't really speak from any experience how that goes. But I will say that the random golf club films, the videos that Eric Anders Lang and his crew put out, in my opinion, are the highest quality golf videos you'll find on the internet. And that's no disrespect to say like the guys at No Laying Up who I love their videos. I mean, Strapped is one of my single favorite video series on the internet. Um, But like the, just the production quality and just, like, the viewing experience of the videos they put together, I think, are second to none in the world of golf. They, they do such an incredible job. And it's really interesting to hear you say that Eric enjoys the filmmaker aspect of it because, and again, I'm not trying to, you know, denigrate or insult Eric in front of the camera. But, like, when I was watching this, I kept thinking to myself, like, man, this is, like, he's really, like, hitting his stride right now. This is, like, kind of what he's, he's almost like an orchestrator director first where I kind of like how he paints other people's journeys as opposed to following himself. Right? It, it seemed from somebody not knowing that he had shared that with you, it felt like a more natural fit as a viewer from from my end as well.
1: Oh my god! I'm sure he. I'm sure he would love to hear that. Like I'm sure that would make him so happy, dude. Because I mean, he dude, he's a killer storyteller, and he's so detail oriented, and he's just like. I don't know. He's got a knack for it, and he's got an eye for it. And like you said, the production quality is insane. He knows how to make things look good. No stone gets left unturned. Like specifically, just on the first video, just as like a little funny thing, uh, when Ken hits his shot into the third green or the fourth green in the top right of the screen, it's got like Ken, you know, plus two, one twenty four gap wedge, mm-hmm. and you can read it. And then when it pans to the camera that's behind the green the the scoreboard on the top right is still backwards as if it was like facing the viewer that's behind the golfer and it's like that's a cool little detail that's just like very cool yeah it's just clean you know it's just like clean it's just it's just like a fun little thing you know i don't know i i, I don't know he's he's the man dude i got nothing but great things to say about that guy yeah
0: for sure I, and it's funny that you make the uh the bourdain comparison because i i totally see it but i i will say this whenever i would watch uh uh eric on his videos I'd always think to myself, like, I know that it's kind of Bourdainish, but my only my only issue, and again, this is not meant to be like a, an insult at all. He's not enough of a
1: mess, like, oh yeah, to no. be Bourdain.
0: Like, he's not like I I, I know that he I, I'm pretty sure I've seen on his social media that he's been you know sober for a number of years, and I, I don't know the story behind that, but like that that's the thing about Bourdain is that he's just a sloppy drunk mess who's just he's like William Burroughs and Naked Lunch, right? I, I don't yes. know if you're familiar with that old book, like, and I know Bourdain loved that book too, and Eric just always like he just has way too much of an idea of what's going on around around him right now. He's just way, he's way too clear-minded to be in. <laughs>
1: Dude, Eric's so in tune, man. He's in tune with everything. Like, yeah. his surroundings, who he's with, what he's trying to do. He's just a very, like, turned-on and in-tune person, which makes it really easy and fun to hang out with because it's, like, very clear. It's like, oh, cool, this is where we're going. Like, even with, like, the shoots and what we were doing and all the stuff that gets cut out and pre-post-interviews, all of the random stuff, it was very clear. It was very, like, okay, like, we're gonna do this for that. We're gonna do this because of that. Go over here because we need you to look like this. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I'm just walking around hitting golf shots. But yeah, for sure, I can go walk and hit this golf shot, or I can walk and stand over here. I can, like, I don't know. And I mean, just just after the first episode, you watch it and you go, holy crap! Like, this is this is insane. How is a very, how high quality and how yeah, yeah and how good this looks.
0: I, honestly, man, I'm I can't wait to pick your brain a little bit about the production and kind of like participating in that sort of thing because. Again, you, you see a lot of golf content, you know, online, on TV and stuff like that. And, you know, for someone like me, who's even in golf media, I mean, great. I'm on the print side, so it's way more basic than anything that they're dealing with. I, I'm i so fascinated to hear about like kind of what goes into making those sorts of videos. And, um, you know, and, and then we'll jump off there. So what, one last bit of context for everybody. So the series that you were on, Breaking Aaron Hills, this is, you know, I don't know what installment of the breaking series that uh, this is for random golf clubs. I, I, I know, is this the first or second one where Eric has taken himself out of the video and they're focusing on other people attempting to break a certain number at a tournament championship level golf course.
1: This is the second one, or excuse me, the third one. The third first one. one was Sawgrass. The second one was Royal St. George's. And then this is the third one.
0: Okay. That's right. Okay. Yeah. The Royal St. George's one, I actually really quite enjoyed as well. That would yeah. Yeah. That, that one was really good. Um, So basically, the concept of this video is they bring in four amateur golfers of varying skill sets. They ask them to, they're going to play from the backy back tees, the championship yardage tees. Couldn't
1: get more tipped out. Yeah.
0: At at a championship golf course. And just to kind of see what happens, right. Which is so cool because I think this is easily the best way that golfers can kind of live vicariously through someone online to kind of get a championship experience without actually playing the course themselves. They've, and that, from that aspect, they absolutely nailed the format. being a part of it, did you feel the same way?
1: yeah, absolutely it 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 was yeah, I mean, it was really it it didn't take long to realize like, oh, yeah, this is gonna be really good. I mean like so we, we so we flew in, I can't remember the exact days, uh, but it was like a three day thing. So let's say I flew let's say I flew in on a I must have flown in on a Wednesday and flown out on a Friday. Okay. Flew in on Wednesday. We get there Wednesday, have dinner, and they're like, All right, like here's a whoop, this is how you use it, share your whoop data with us. This is what's gonna happen tomorrow. It's like five AM, wake up, you're gonna do this, this, that. We get there, and so like just kind of go over all the basics. Well, so
0: I, I, I was gonna say, what what time are they showing up at your hotel room to get? Because they're obviously there 5 super. Five a.m.,
1: dude. Five a.m., dude. They roll into, they roll in at five a.m. and it's gross. It's my it's my boy <laughs> my boy Jordan Jordan was uh Jordan Lundell. Follow him on Instagram. He takes super sick pictures. He's just like a gun for hire. You know, he just <laughs> shoots for whoever needs whoever needs something to get shot, whether it's like a like a video or photography or whatever, he'll they hire him and he does it and he's the fucking man, dude. Jordan, super high vibes. Jordan was the man. But Jordan it. just knocks on my door at like five a.m. and it's just like cameras rolling and he's like, "What's up?" And I'm like, "I mean, nothing, dude. It's <laughs> five o'clock in the morning. Like, you know, I, I, there's absolutely nothing going on in this room right now." Is there something uh, up
0: to which I should be aware of? <laughs> exactly. And then Jordan,
1: dude. And then Jordan and I spent the next literal twelve hours together. He was just my shadow. He just filmed everything i did for 12 hours interesting and so, I, e-
0: so each of you four guys kind of had like your own designated cameraman that followed each one of you throughout the day yep
1: yep we each Dang. had our own we each had our own guy Whoa. uh so we each had our own guy Wild. filming literally everything we did jordan dude shout out jordan again jordan was the fucking man <laughs> that is
0: awesome wow
1: man dude, it was crazy and it's like and it literally was like knock on the door 5 a.m like cameras on red lights on like what's up chris and i'm like Hey hey, stranger. Like nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet nice to meet you too. I guess we're gonna be friends now, right? Like let's go, let's go hang out. Uh and so yeah, they just filmed everything I did, dude, all day, everywhere I went. Um which was a little unnerving at first, but then uh I mean we went outside to get on the cars to go down to Aaron Hills and the vibes were so high. His crew is super professional, super, super professional, super in tune I guess and they all were on the exact same page like they all knew even the guys who were just hired as like a one-off right like I said because there's a couple guys that were just like local like PAs or local I don't know I'm sorry I don't know like the cinematography term like I don't don't know you're fine you could say anything on this podcast I'm not not in production yeah yeah I'm not I'm not in production but like I mean what you know all the guys that were there part of the team like getting the whole thing ready and making sure that everything ran smoothly uh from eric all the way down to whoever the bottom guy was who i don't even know who that is like not that i didn't know i knew who all of them were but i don't know how their rankings go because to me they were just all guys with cameras um so like but from the top to bottom it just like all of them were on the same page and were very in tune and there was never like there was no snafus there was no like there was no hiccups it was like okay cool like in the morning, they were going over their equipment and, like, making sure they had everything, and there was never, like, oh, I forgot this, or, oh, I don't have that, or, oh, it was like, yeah, you know, there's 30 extra batteries charged. We have the charging port in the van for to run it out, and then it was like, okay, like, on the first six holes, like, you know, Austin will be the guy that runs back batteries if we need batteries charged. So, like, if you need your batteries charged, get on the radio, call Austin. Austin will come pick up the battery, go charge him in the van, bring them out to you, and then, like, on the next six holes, it'll be this guy. Like, they had it all wow. – they had every single base covered, you know? And that, and it wasn't like every single base was getting covered then. It was like, what happens at like, contingency plan A, B, C, D, E, F, G? Like, what happens when any of these random things will happen? And they had every base covered, and it shows, man, because, I mean, the production quality is insane.
0: Yeah, really, really good. Uh, so, un- unless you actually know the number off the top of your head, if you want to guess, what, what do you think the size of the crew was, then, for, for a video like this?
1: So, let's see. We all four of us had our own guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So there's four. Then there was Austin, who was uh, filming all the green shots. So he was up at the green filming all the approach shots. So there's mm-hmm. five. We had Saul, who was the audio guy, six. Simon, who was general camera on the run. Uh, Jared was a general camera on the run. I don't think Jared was following anybody, so that's well, we're up at eight now. Mm-hmm. Eric had a camera at some point, so that's nine. Rebecca was there, ten uh i'm mean, dude probably and then there's a couple other people that i can't remember their names and i'm super sorry guys please forgive me um we're probably <laughs> <so> at
0: nice. <laughs> probably at
1: like 13 guys dude probably at like, it was probably 13 people it was wow. probably 13 people that's an Plus, incredible production dude 13 people with cameras like on a job right like 13 people on a job doing something then there was steve who's like the director of marketing from aaron hills who's the the boy dude steve's a homie uh and he was just following around, walking with us, like Shout out Steve. Chill. Yeah, shout out Steve. Steve was just being the vibe guy. Yes. <laughs> and Steve was the vibe
0: curator out at Aaron Hills. Good for him.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, exactly. So then there's Steve, so that's, you know, 14 guys. Then there's four golfers, that's 18 guys. Mm-hmm. Then there's four caddies, that's 22 guys. I mean, dude, there was like 25 people walking down the field. It was insane how many people were like it's people everywhere, dude. I was like, oh my God, this is This is insane.
0: Yeah, I I had to ask because, you know, for like on two things. One, obviously, as we've mentioned several times already, the production quality is so so good that you just have to imagine that there's a sizable crew working. But there's a couple times where they're using aerial shots of you guys and you're just like, how many people can I see? There are so many people in this shot. This is wild.
1: There's a hilarious picture that's on the Random Golf Club Instagram if you go back. It's probably like a month ago or 2 months ago that they posted and it was like a drone shot cuz yeah, they had a, they had another guy specifically flying a drone around the entire time. So then there's like drone guy like like and so and, you know, but he flew, he was flying a drone when we were teeing off on the 15th hole, which is like an iconic drivable par 4. It's where Patrick Cantlay lost the USAM Fun fact: He lost his soul mm-hmm. in one of the fairway bunkers. It's still there. Dude. You can go see it. Actually, it says Patrick Cantlay's soul right here. I, now,
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> at some point, I actually do want to talk like all about Aaron Hills, because you know, at some yeah. point we'll move off the production. again. To... I will say this: Based on episode one, that I knew those bunkers out there were nasty. That little spot that you were in that fairway bunker on one, I was like, this is a fairway bunker. Can't think... Shouldn't the guy like? Are, are we in Scotland? Like, shouldn't he at least be allowed to advance the ball like a little bit? Like, no. Nah. <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry dog. Could I, even, that, dude. The fucking cards.
1: <laughs> straight boned. And then, okay, if you guys go back and watch that bunker shot, I on the way down, I hit grass. Like I hit the lip behind the ball. Yeah. Like it's a miracle that that ball went twelve dude, yards. Those fingers, like it's an absolute
0: miracle. that dude, the fingers I was, in those bunkers are crazy. I was crazy in a finger looking.
1: A, I was in a finger. I had nothing, dude. I had absolutely nothing. Jeremy was just laughing at me too. Jeremy's like, "Wow, dude, not an ideal start." I was like, yeah. "Jeremy." <laughs> Knock it off, dude. Jeremy was my caddy, by the way. Jeremy was, was a boy. Jeremy is a great green reader, dude. If you're ever at Aaron Hills, get Jeremy, and that guy will buy you a couple pops at the at the bar down the road. Love it. Tallyhose place oh, is sick. Tallyhose, excellent. <laughs> place is oh. super lit.
0: Oh, I love that. Um, man, this is so this is so crazy. So, um, so it's you and three other guys, right? The four of you are all playing together. You've all got different, uh, you know, varying skill sets. First of all, it sounds like you got to go to dinner with all the guys the the night before. Were all four of the players able to make it to dinner that night before?
1: Yeah, okay. yeah, we were all we were so all able to have dinner. Did you here. feel
0: like you guys, as a foursome, were all kind of like vibing a little bit even before your round started? Like, was it pretty apparent right away that you guys all got along well? Yeah, uh,
1: okay. it was super chill. Well, actually, hold on. Now that I think about it, Ken and Alex did not make dinner that night because Ken's flight got delayed, and then Alex had to work, so it was just me and Vibov. Actually, Vibov and I got in early, and Vibov and I went and played the putting course with uh, old hickory putters and did like three laps on the putting course. And me and Vibov were gelling. I was like, "Yeah, this guy's super dude, chill."
0: Dude, flying in from. Dubai for a day of golf. What a legend! Yeah.
1: Legend, dude. Legend. What a legend. And, yeah, dude. That guy's a savage, bro. Like, hey, that guy's cakey, dude. My mom is sick, dude. My mom is super sick.
0: Yeah, that was honestly. It seems like you guys got a really cool collection of personalities. I, I, I did see somewhere. It was, I never read YouTube comments ever, but I, I felt like I had to read them a little bit just to see if you were like you mentioned it before to see if you were getting cooked for your slow start or you know some other stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, it is like that's the most positive place on YouTube I've ever seen. Is the is the comment section for episode one of your Breaking Aaron Hills video. I've never I've never I, seen so many compliments thrown to other people's way on YouTube before. It was it was incredible.
1: Dude, I I made a conscious effort to avoid the compliments, and I made it made a comment to that too. Uh, funny, I say comment. I made a comment to that to my parents too because they were trying to watch it and all my family because I have a big I have a big Mexican family. So obviously I sent it in the WhatsApp group. Like you know, check out this video that I did. It's really cool. Uh, it was fun to be a part of. Uh, And they were all sending me screenshots of like the comments and they were like, are you reading the comments? I was like, absolutely not. I'm avoiding the comments. I, I, I I like, I, enjoyed the joe rogan podcast and if i've learned anything from the joe rogan podcast is don't read the comments stay away from the fucking
0: comments
1: (laughs) stay away from the comments and this is the first this is my one second of fame right so it was like okay i i'm I'm just i'm just gonna not read the comments dude because i don't want to but i thought for sure i'm there's no way i'm not gonna get cooked dude i feel like i am a very cookable person so
0: yeah but the thing is like they they do such a great job of highlighting your like kind of like positive energy i mean I would say like the side of you because you're just always positive and you always have great energy. So it's not like it was hard. I, I texted this dude. I, I literally wrote it down in my notes and then I texted you the same. I was like, the camera loves Chris Durr. I don't know how else to say it. The camera agrees with Chris Durr. And it's like, you're, you're like so positive. Like, I, I think a lot of people were probably watching that video. Was like, dude, this plus one is not off to a great start. And he's just out there having a good time and smiling. Like, is that okay? Like, are you allowed to do that if you're that good at golf?
1: <laughs> I but, think a lot, a lot but, of them might have been
0: taken like taken back like, whoa, like, he's not getting angry. Like, good golfers don't have to be dickheads.
1: Well, people, th- people don't understand what it means to be a plus one, I don't think. I think people think that because I'm a plus one that, like, I take golf super seriously and, like, I try – like, I shoot in the 60s every time I play and, like, I should be on tour. And it's like, dude, no. Like, I fire off – like, I shot 74 today. Like, I fire off 77s all the time. But, like, I'm also capable of shooting – five or six under, right? If I play good and get it rolling, like, yeah, I can do that. But like, I mean, dude, I like to play golf because it's fun. I'm an amateur golfer that enjoys the game. I just happen to have like some skill at it, right? So then, yeah, there's like tournaments that I play where I try to, Be focused and like play a good round and like engage. But there's so many rounds where I play. Like, what do you think I'm doing on a bachelor party, dude? If I go on a golf bachelor party, I'm not out there grinding trying to shoot under par. I'm playing the whites. I'm drinking beers and I'm like hanging out with my friends. Like, and if I shoot 81, like, who cares? You know, like, what, like, what does it matter? You know, like, I, I don't know. People, I I think people have this weird conception of like, oh, because you're a plus one, like, mm, golf is serious. And it's like, yeah, like, I take my golf seriously. I want to be good. I like playing good golf. But like. Also, dude, if I like make a triple, like, what 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 I think I would? Just because I, all of a sudden I became a plus handicap, I was never gonna make a double bogey again. It's like, dude, get out of here! Like, <laughs> blow me, dude. of course I'm gonna make some doubles. You know, let's go.
0: Well, I think that's part of the reason that uh, I think this video is gonna really, you know, I, I think it's gonna help a lot of people understand that, like, yeah, like just like you said, just because you're a really good golfer doesn't mean you always take it seriously. And also, you can still have just as much fun as a 15 handicap who likes to go out there and crush a 12 pack when he plays 18 holes. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, we're all here for the same reason. Um, And then
1: like, for me personally, I talked to my roommate about this recently and it's like, for me personally, like I, I truly, I can honestly say with like full, like without holding anything back, like I truly can, I, I have fun on a golf course, whether I shoot 90 or 65, you know, like I have equal amounts of fun because like, if I'm shooting 90 and I'm on, like I I shot around in the nineties last year during quarantine, like 2020, I shot 91 and my home course that I've played 2000 times here in San Diego. I just played bad. I hit like every tree, hit like a couple balls out of bounds, like, and just made a mess of it. And like, it was one of the funnest rounds I've played looking back on it because it was, like, so ridiculous, dude. I had, like, a ball get stuck in a tree. I had, like, a ball barely in the water that I tried to hit out of the water, and it didn't get out of the water. And it's like you look back on it, and it's like, dude, I literally did everything today. Like, I hit it in a tree. I hit it in the water. Like, I, I think I four-putted once, and it was just like, oh, my God. Like, I'm literally doing every – I'm doing the most. Like, I'm absolutely doing the most. And today. a nice
0: sobering reminder, those are out there for all of us, no matter how good you are.
1: They're out there for all of us. My buddy who is a 15 handicap, Brian. You met Brian. He came I to Rustic candy with us. Be- beat me that. Beat me that day. Yo, no, exactly. He beat me that day. He shot 88, and he will never let me forget it. And it's like, dude, what a that's all. Yeah, what a dirtbag. <laughs> but that's that's also kind of part of the fun because now when we go to the bar and have a beer or whatever and are hanging out, and like his buddies, like you know, because I'll go play with his. friends. Have you ever beat Chris?
0: What? Well, it's funny you should ask that.
1: Exactly, exactly, because like they'll play, like you know, we'll go play with his buddies who I've never met. Like you know, if I go meet one of his buddies I've never played with before. And I shoot whatever seventy five and they get their minds blown. They're like, I've never seen anybody do that before. And then you know will just be like, Well, I don't know if you know this, but I actually beat Chris one time on his course. <laughs> and it's just like, Oh my god, you know? And it's just like it's become like a funny, ongoing inside joke, right? But it's like it's you know, like what what am I gonna do? Get ma- what am I gonna do? Uh... Tell him to never talk about that day again? Like, no no no, we have to erase that day from our memory. It's like, dude, that day is a sobering reminder that golf is super hard and if you're not careful, like, yeah, it'll bite you, you know? Yes. Like it'll bite you and you'll start and you'll because like I mean, all 90 is is bogey golf, you know? So it's like, yeah, yeah, if I make, like, three pars and then go quad and then run off, like, four bogeys, it's like all of a sudden I just shot 44, and it's like, well, I mean, I hit three greens and lipped out three birdie putts, but then, you know, took the quad and then got on the bogey train for a little bit, and the next thing you know, I'm eight over through seven, and it's like, well, I'm not really too sure how exactly that happened, but here we are now.
0: Yeah, man, and that's, you know, it's just uh, – <laughs> again – it almost just kind of like that kind of context just sort of makes it all the more satisfying, though, when you do play well, knowing that it's just not like the are just so thin. Right. Like in golf, like the difference between shooting a 75 and an 85 really isn't that big at all. Like He's at bad, all. Yeah. At,
1: at all, all. At all. It's the difference of like making a few putts. It's like, you know, you hit that one bunker shot to eight feet and missed it and made bogey. And it's, like, oh, on the next – but, like, you know, in an alternate universe, you make it. And it's, like – I don't know. Like, you just do that a few times, and it's – instead of it being a 79, it's a 75. But, like, if you miss all of those, it's an 85. And it's, like, man, that happened so fast. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, dude. What do you – like – It escalates quickly. It escalates quickly, dude, and we're amateur golfers, man. Like, I don't have to – I'm not playing for a paycheck, right? Like, I'm playing to get out there and have fun because I absolutely love the game. So, like, what does it matter if, like – what does it matter if I play really great or play really bad, dude? It's still super fun to go play golf and hang out with my friends and like do the, do literally my favorite thing to do on earth. For sure.
0: So then, then that begs a question. So in uh, this episode one of breaking Aaron Hills, where you and your three playing partners go out, they, uh, they filmed the first four holes in this first episode. Right. And you right. do start off. I mean, you get boned pretty hard in the first hole with that lie out of the bunker. And super boned. You get super, super boned. And then, is it fair to say that you were still kind of figuring the greens out on those first four holes? Granted, it didn't seem like you had any gimmies that you like missed. You that you, you had no. like some decent like. I mean, those were all were those all fifteen plus feet? Those
1: like, I missed like a eight footer for bogey on one. I missed like a thirty footer for par on two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I missed like a twelve footer for par on three, and then I missed like a twenty five footer for par. I just do I just missed those greens, and those greens are uh, they're they're really hard. They're it all kind of look easy. Yeah. They're all raised and they all roll off away from you in every direction. Yeah, They look, they
0: look crowned. Like every single one of them is like, Oh yeah. crowned. like Crown.
1: Yeah. Super yeah. crowned, super gnarly. Uh, and I mean like, how about like, I mean the first, the, my first tee shot on breaking Aaron Hills is the first shot I've hit at Aaron Hills. Like the, my first putt was like the third putt I'd hit at Aaron Hills. You know, I hit like two on the practice screen and then it was like, all right, like go out there. And I was like, okay. And so I like, Hit my first pie, and I thought I hit a great one. It was, like, 35 feet down the hill for par. I thought I hit a great one, rolled, like, 8 feet by, and I was like, oh, my God. This is the worst Sick. speed control I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, no. So, I mean, those first four holes were really just me trying to figure it out. And then uh, –
0: What was your what was your caddy's name again?
1: Jeremy. So,
0: Jeremy. So, do you think, like, those first couple holes, it was you just, like, not, like, slowly getting used to the greens? Like, I, I did have in my notes somewhere – Uh, I, I don't remember exactly what made me write it down in my notes, but, like – were you and Jeremy kind of, like, searching for a little something together, like, on those first couple holes? Like, or did you guys feel like you had some good good chemistry right from the back? Oh. Or did it get got better throughout the round? Like, I, how, how, how did the relationship work with your guy? Because, I mean, again, you're trying to break 80 at Aaron Hills from almost 7,800 yards. I mean, yeah. to have any success, you and the boy are going to have to have, you know, a little mojo going.
1: So, like, Jeremy didn't really know what was going on, you know? Like, he's like, so what's the deal? Like, we're walking down the first fairway in between my first T-ball and yeah. my second Why chat. are there 24 people in our yeah, group? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's like, he's like, all right, he's like, fill me in on exactly what's happening and what we're trying to do. So I, you know, was running him through the whole ordeal, and then he immediately was on board. He's like, oh, let's ride, Chris. Tied. He's like, I'm, he's like, let's go. And so, obviously, those first four holes, we're just trying to, like, he's trying to figure out my numbers, and he's trying to just, like – And then I, I low-key told him, too. I was like, hey, just give me – I was like, I'm a pretty good putter. So don't worry so much about telling me the speed. Just find me the line. I was like, well, the way I like to read my putts is I like to find the fall line. So I like to find the straight-in spot you know, from above and below the hole. Mm-hmm. And, like, Talk to me about where that is, and then I'll figure out the speed. And he's like, okay, perfect. So we found the fall line on the first hole, and then I just nuked it through it. And I was like, well, okay. I was like, Jeremy, maybe maybe, we, maybe I need some help on the speed. Yeah. He's like, yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah. And so I don't know. It was fun. We, we got progressively better, though, as the day went on for sure. Interesting. Yeah, that's uh,
0: – that's – well – I'm assuming, well, actually, I guess I shouldn't assume because you know, so, you know, as I told you, uh, you know, assuming makes an ass out of you and me, yada, yada. So, did, have you, were you required to sign an NDA of some any kind to make sure that you don't divulge any information from, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to ask you because I actually want to be surprised myself, as I do for everybody else. But like, is that part of like the filming where like you weren't allowed to talk about any of this before videos came out? Like, what, what was the what was the business side of this kind of like?
1: No NDA, no nothing like that. But I haven't told anybody. Like I, I just told it. Everybody asked me, and I just go, "No, man, we have to watch it. That's part of the fun, you know." Chris Ter, part of the fun he, is
0: is cultivating views. He he knows how to get the people back.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, I just told, I just told I just told I just told everybody to watch. It was actually really funny because uh, I well, actually, I don't even think I should say this. No, I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, you just gotta watch. <laughs> you just gotta watch and check it out, dude. But yeah, no, I I, uh, I didn't tell anybody what I shot. Still, nobody knows what I shot except my dad because my dad doesn't give a hoot about golf so he was like just just tell me just oh my god tell me. yeah exactly i was like he's he's not gonna watch it and doesn't care so i was like all right for sure i'll give you the rundown is that, is that
0: still the case like has your dad still not watched this video
1: uh he watched it with my mom because okay. my mom obviously wanted to watch it you okay know? good but like yeah, so i told him what happened but he did, he's like i'm not gonna tell your mom and i was like yeah don't tell her like she wants to know my mom was like yeah i don't want to know i want to be surprised yeah but my dad was just like come on bud give, give me the rundown and i was like all right, all right dad i'll tell so you so good
0: cool. okay <laughs> um <laughs> so sorry i'm just having a massive brain fart here on uh in the middle of our podcast so re- remind me again when did this take place like what when did you actually august. fly august okay Beginning so it's not, of august. it's not that long ago and do you mind right. it felt like a long time ago do you mind sharing what, so how how exactly did you become a part of this like I, I remember you saying something so i don't know if you know this do you remember when our last podcast was together well right before we went to this not that long before – our last podcast that we got to do together was our U.S. Open preview right before Tory. Oh,
1: yeah. So, oh, my God. I was supposed to do it then. I was well, supposed no, to go, I, I remember you to to mentioning Tory.
0: something about you were supposed to play around with yeah. Eric Anders Lang that maybe it fell through, and you weren't sure what was going to happen. So I'm assuming that obviously that turned into participating in this. So right. do you mind sharing, like, how exactly did this come to be? Like, what actually got you – I mean, obviously, you, we've already mentioned that you – have known Eric Anders Lang since 2016 when he came on your old podcast, but like, how did this actually happen? And you get to be a part of this, you know, this whole thing.
1: So it was originally supposed to be Breaking Tory. So I filled out the application uh, for Breaking Tory.
0: Okay. So it was Got supposed it. to
1: be Breaking Tory Pines. And so I filled out the application for Breaking Tory. They're the same. Type of application that you have to fill out for the Breaking Pinehurst that everybody should sign up for because I think it's a really cool experience to go well, and do this. I'm going to do that. They need somebody yeah. worse
0: at golf than you on there, like me.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I think everybody should go sign up for it because it's a really cool experience. So you just fill out an application and send in a video. I did it for Breaking Tory, sent it in. They ran into a bevy of logistical issues with Tory Pines, so they just told me, Ken, Alex, and Vibov, who was supposed to be us three doing or us four doing Breaking Tory. Okay. And Eric said, "Listen, Tory's not going to happen, but I promise I'll make it up to you." And then in, like, July, he called us and was like, would you guys be willing to do Breaking Aaron Hills? And we were like, yeah. He got us all in, like, a a Zoom call with, like, all four of us and, like, some of his uh, people that he works with. They were like, you want to do Breaking Aaron Hills? And we were like, yeah, absolutely. He's like, cool. Like, it's a makeup for Breaking Tori because, sorry, that didn't happen. But, like, we're going to Aaron Hills. And I was like, dude, bet. I play Tori often. Like, (laughs) I don't know when I'm ever going to get a chance to play Aaron Hills. Like, let's go. I'm so in.
0: Fuck yeah. Wow, that's incredible. So – yeah, because at that point, obviously they did Breaking Royal St. George's for, you know, major venue. They were planning on doing Tory major venue. Didn't work out. Aaron Hill's former major championship venue. And you said the very first one was at Sawgrass, which obviously, you know. Was right after the players. Yep. That's fascinating. So I wonder, Ah oh man, it's too bad they're never going to be able to do Breaking Augusta.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's no, I mean, <laughs> that would be. <laughs> that would be insane if they. Let I'll us bet break- you the applicant, uh, the number of
0: applicants may be slightly higher for that one than. Uh, <laughs> although, yeah, Hunter's dude, I really mean, if too. they
1: if they do breaking Augusta, that would be that would be a dream come true. I would love to go play Augusta. Wow, that would be so cool. I didn't even think about that. That'd be so rad. Would be wildly
0: radical. So, um, what, what was that application process like? I mean, when you were filling it out, do you think they? I mean, did they tell you why you were selected?
1: Uh, no, but the guy who picked me told me he picked me. Really? Yeah, this guy, we were at dinner the first night. Shout that Saul. guy. Yeah, and Saul was like, yo, I, I picked you, Chris. I thought you were sick. <laughs> and I was like, listen, this is my boy, Saul. Let's go, oh, dude. <laughs> amazing.
0: Oh, that is incredible. Well, I, I think they did a great job casting. I, I will say it's interesting that you and Ken Derek, which, by the way, shut up, Ken. I love anybody that gets to rock two first names rolled into one first name. Dude, I know, it's, a, it's a total power move I absolutely love
1: that dude shout out Ken. he got married this weekend too I was, I was, yeah shout out Ken dude okay. Ken got, Ken, yeah dude is sick Ken got married this weekend so he's, dude Ken's the man dude Ken's dude Ken's, Ken's Ken can move the ball dude he hits it so far I don't think you understand dude he hits it so far
0: and it's funny because like when you watch a swing like his his move is like a little unsuspecting like it I don't want to say it looks awkward because my my golf swing gives people's eyes cancer, so it's like I I come from a place where I can't really speak illy about anybody's golf swing, dude. But he's like,
1: like six, he's like six five or six six. Is he so, that tall, dude? He played co- like college basketball and a little bit of pro basketball oh. overseas. Like he's dude, he's huge, dude. He's a big body. It did he's not a big
0: body. It did not come through. they like obviously he's he's bigger than the rest of you guys, but like I watching the video, it was not clearly apparent that he was 6'5.
1: Oh yeah, and ViBob's tall too. ViBob's like six two. Bro, I'm like, I'm not short. I'm six foot, and like, I'm the shortest guy in the video.
0: Which is funny because uh, so I've gotten so much feedback from listeners of this podcast, especially the ones that are like friends of mine that I know that are all like, I I can't believe how many like uh, texts I've gotten over the last day, or like. Bro, is that actually dirt? <laughs> I've been listening to this guy for how long? Like, that's what he looks like. Like, I was like, yeah, man, that's the dude. Yeah, that's that's the guy. Dude. That's and the
1: they're dude. Like, they're like, wow, what a. I just never would have. And you're like, yeah, I don't know. And, that's and, the guy. But it was like, one of them was like,
0: oh, dude. Like, I mean, I guess it's not really what I was expecting. But like, dude. Like, I didn't realize he was so tall. Man, he's like what? Like tall? Like lanky? Like six four, six five? I was like, nah, dude. He's like a little taller than me. I think he's like six foot. He's like, yeah, really? I was like, yeah. He's like, ah. Oh, I don't know. He just looks like he's super tall. I Maybe mean, it's just because I like his move, and he's just like you know, he's just he's just like I don't know. It just it just felt like he was really tall, and I was like, I, I don't know. Camera, camera loves Chris What can I say?
1: I'm lanky. I'm people always think I'm really tall. People ever since I was a kid, people have been or like not a kid, but like you know, in high school, people are like, oh, tall, you're like six two. I'm like, no, dude, I'm six foot, but I'm just like so skinny that people think I'm way taller than I am. I don't know why.
0: Yeah. Hey, but, it's a good problem.
1: Us skinny folk have to stick together, man. Exactly. Skinny, you know? skinny dudes. Skinny dudes forever, dude. Skinny gang. <laughs>
0: Oh, which is uh, so and now I have to ask from a feedback perspective, like what is like the most common thing that you're hearing from friends, family, people that maybe you know? I, first of all, are you getting a lot of feedback from people that you've never met?
1: Yeah, dude, my Instagram DMs have been blowing up. Like, if people just <laughs> just uh, sliding in my teams and being like, "Dude, you seem so cool. Like, I'd love to play around with you." Like, I was telling everybody, I'm just blowing everyone. I'm like, "Dude, if you're ever in San Diego, like, hit your boy up. I play golf with." I played golf with two strangers today. Me and my roommate got paired up with two random strangers, and they gave us their cards. They're like, dude, we should play again. I was like, yeah, man, I'd love to. Like, let's let's run it back, dude. That I, was fun. I say like, I
0: love playing with strangers. Like, I love yeah, meeting dude, people so on the fun. golf course. It's, it's the best.
1: Dude, one of the guys ran a restaurant down here called Tower 23. It's a very good restaurant right on the board, right on the beach in PB. One of my, like, literally go-to date spots when I take ladies on a date. And Ooh. so, like, after the round, he's like, hey, here's my card, dude. Like, uh, I actually – own tower 23 so if you're ever down there let me know and i was like dude that's literally my go-to date spot he's like oh perfect he's like next time you know like next time we go let me know and i was like bet dude thank you so much love <laughs> like that. it was sick
0: Ah, oh, absolutely love that well that's great man so and and as we mentioned before like it's for the most part been positive have you had any just hateful losers come, come at you at all
1: nobody in the dms yet dude no hate no no hateful dms yet i'm still waiting for my first one so but social, we'll see
0: so social media isn't so
1: awful and evil after all I guess not, dude. I guess not. I guess if you're just talking, I guess if you're, I guess the golf community is over overwhelmingly positive, which is great to hear. I, yeah. And I love, I love it, dude. I, I don't know if, I don't know if I can handle being being bullied. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm soft, man. I'm right there with you. There, there's, there's yeah, real- exactly. I, soft, I would not handle it as well. I, I, I want to jump back in a couple more like production like side questions before I start uh, kind of getting your thoughts on Aaron Hills. This is one thing I'm super curious about how long did it take you guys to play your 18 holes dude a long time it
1: took (laughs) us a long time dude it was like is long it was probably like a five and a half hour round it was too long it took us too long admittedly i was thinking it may
0: be even longer than that like five five and a half still like seems like it makes sense given how much stuff they were trying to do while you guys are playing like I, i would have guessed somewhere around there Right there when you was, like, long, I was like, bro, is this about to be, like, a seven-hour round of golf? Like, how was no, does- I – think
1: I think Aaron Hillsbrew really castrated us because they had public play behind us. You know, I felt so bad. I was like, oh, guys, like well, – And that's the thing is, like,
0: all, all the videos and all of the aerial shots they were doing, the place is, like, empty, right? So I was yeah. trying to figure out, like, did they close the place down for you guys for, like, a half day to kind of clear you out? I mean, did you actually have groups waiting on you?
1: No, we never had groups waiting on us, thank okay. God. Okay. They gave us they gave us an hour and a half tea time, so we went off at 7. And then the first public group didn't go off till eight thirty. Got it. Okay. Which is so cool of Aaron Hills to hook us up because they're just they're losing amazing. they're that's an hour and a half of money they're losing and they're not open year round. No. So like that's, I mean, and I think you, it's, you do it's have thrilling. to think
0: that the revenue they're losing from the tea times, that the exposure that they're gaining from this video, you would think would probably have to make up for because I don't know about you, man, like this watching this video of you guys. I'm way more excited to want to play Aaron Hills so much more now than I did after watching the 2017 US Open. Like this Can video I... has me more amped and excited to visit Aaron Hills one day than anything going on at the 2017 Open. And I-, I I'll bet I... you I'm not alone on that either.
1: Can I I'm going to be I'm going to give you my hottest take, dude, and I'll I'll die on this hill, dude. Aaron Hills is better than any of the five courses abandoned. It's dude it's what? It's so – dude, I don't think you understand how good it is. It's so good. And I, you know me. I'm a Bandon stan. I love Bandon. I think Bandon might be like heaven on earth. But like My head's doing as, 360s right now for anybody that can't see the video right now. It's, just, it's spinning. As, as far as just like a pure golf course, like purity, just the golf course alone, Aaron Hill's golf course is insane, dude. It's so good. It's so, so – so good. Dude, so it's built in this field. They call them moraines. So during the Ice Age, like in the, in the world. You like know? the Ice Age. Like the Ice Age. You Not know, like the right? cartoon
0: movie, like the Ice Age.
1: Exactly. During okay. the Ice Age, where Aaron Hills is used to be a glacier. It used to be just a big glacier field. And so snow doesn't melt evenly, right? Like snow as an ice age – like during the Ice Age as it melts, there's like – Rivers under the ice, there's like water flowing, like it just doesn't melt evenly. So, because of the fact that it didn't melt evenly, it moved the earth that was underneath it. So, you basically play in this mogul field. You know what a mogul is like a ski mogul? Yes, yeah. So, you're basically pl- playing golf in this mogul field, but the moguls are literally five stories high, and so you're just playing up and around this these huge moguls dude and it's the sickest thing like it's so cool it's really cool it's really really cool Hmm.
0: i am fascinated i mean that being said like i this you know seeing some of those arrows and you know watching you guys play these holes especially having like the you know the variation in skill to kind of see how you know how we'd stack up and then combined with the, the amazing like video footage that they have on like I took for granted how good this golf course was watching the 2017 U.S. Open, mostly probably because, if I remember correctly, they, whoever set up that golf tournament basically bitched out at the last second and made it way more wet than it needed to be, so it wasn't actually playing yeah. as firm and fast as it probably should have for yeah. how good those guys are, and that's why Brooks Koepka basically just nuked the entire place. It, yeah, I, it, I, I don't know. I was so impressed with how magical that golf course looked, at least the first it, four holes, I should say.
1: It's magical, dude. And then, okay, so I don't want to be too wrong. I, I had all these facts remembered from August. Like, I had them at the front of my mind, but now I can't remember. I think there's, like, 600 acres of fairway, and I think the golf course is on, like, 1,800 acres. Like, it's huge, dude. Like, it's huge. Or it might be, the like, the property is 1,800 acres, the golf course is on 600 acres, and there's, that, like, 200 acres of just fairway. That, like, it's something like that that.
0: that. that sounds a lot more, yeah, that's that sounds about right.
1: I think that's. Like, I mean, that, I would, be, that would be a
0: lot, but like. I think it sounds right.
1: Dude, I think like yeah, I think the golf course takes up like six hundred acres, like. And I remember it was something astronomical, like two hundred acres of fairway. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Like two six, 18. because I remember the guy Steve. That is a lot like, of turf. Yeah, Steve told me he's like the whole property is eighteen hundred acres. Like we could put another couple golf courses on here, no problem. We yeah. just haven't done it yet. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. But he's like, I mean, but this place is massive. It's like six hundred acres, and I was like, what? like no wonder i feel like i walked 13 miles today dude like <laughs> it's it's huge out here dude it's and then like the scale of the place is so big like like it's uh every single one of the moraines like the moguls they're called like they're called moraines like those mm-hmm. moguls they call them moraines yeah. every single one of those moraines you play in is like the size of the dune to the right of 13 at pack dunes you know like they're all like that big that
0: that's how big they are
1: Dude, they're like they're
0: huge. It, does, it doesn't it doesn't come through on video that they're that that, that the scale is like that. It's like 18 dude, at Augusta, right? Nobody understands how far uphill 18 at Augusta is until you've actually been on property, which I have not. Full disclaimer, but I've talked to people that have that have also the yeah. same thing. So yeah,
1: it doesn't come through. And then like, dude, three and four, both of those holes play like 45 yards uphill. You can't tell, <laughs> like you know, on camera it looks like normal, but like, dude, it's literally like. It's so far uphill you go like down into the bottom of one and then climb up to it. it it's crazy I uh, I'll, I'll give this little secret away. Um, so after the uh, since we're on the topic of scale, mm-hmm. after we finished playing golf, one, one of our post interview questions was like, what's one thing about Aaron Hills that you like wish people could see? And my answer was, dude, I wish people could see how like the scale and like the hilliness of this place because I don't know how good it's gonna come up on camera. I remember I watched uh, highlights of the U.S. Open in 2017 the night before just to, like, see the golf course, you know, Mm -hmm. like, while I was laying in bed. And then when I – I remember I made that exact story. I was like, dude, I watched the the U.S. Open, and, like, you couldn't even realize how hilly it is. And then you get out here and start playing, and it's – dude, it's so big. Like, it's just so big. Like, the scale of the place is unlike – I've never seen anything so big in my life, dude. It was so big. It's, it's sick dude it's sick.
0: So it sounds Ericals to is me sick. now i'm just going to jump into like the aaron hills part of this conversation because we're already there so it sounds to me like the golf course is fair to say exceeded your expectations
1: oh it wasn't yeah uh yeah i mean if you're saying it's yeah.
0: better than the course abandoned which now i have to play it just to see <laughs> just how hot of a take that really is um yeah i mean again I wouldn't – I would have had high but, like, not astronomical expectations before watching this video and seeing what I saw. I'm like, damn, this place is lit.
1: Dude, it's so lit. And it's it's so lit, man. It's so lit. And it's it's just really good. It's just – it's. I mean it's got – it's fighting an uphill battle because it's all by itself in the middle of Wisconsin, right? Yeah. So it's like it's fighting a really tough battle to get people to go out there and play. And, I mean – they don't have another course. They don't have a par three course. They don't have anything except this golf course, but this, I mean.
0: What's like the closest golf course or like, like, wh- wh- how, how far away do you think is the closest golf course to Aaron Hills? If somebody was to go there to want to do like a weekend trip and play two, I mean, it, it, it seems like it's a kind of a, yeah, we had in the middle of nowhere, all abandoned kind of style.
1: I think Sand Valley is two hours away. So I think that's a really common thing for people to do is they'll, they'll drive, they'll fly into Milwaukee, drive out to Sand Valley. And then on their way to Sand Valley from Milwaukee, they'll either play Aaron Hills on the way out or on the way back. Cause it's like in the middle, you know? Yeah, that makes uh, sense. But dude, I'm okay, so I have the yardage book right here. I mean, there's a reason. Let's just go through it. They've hosted one, two, three, four, five. They're one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. They're they're gonna host over the span of twenty years, they're gonna host five USGA championships. So it's like sizable sizable dude they had the women's pub links the usam the us open the mid-am is there next year so hopefully i can qualify for that and go exactly. back and hang out with my boy jeremy again Love that. uh and then the us women's open is there like i mean they're they're not the usga isn't fucking around right like they're bringing their best players out there to host their best championships and rightfully so man the golf course is it's such a good test it's so it's so good, dude. It's so good. It's yeah. really, really good.
0: Do you think that the course conditions are a a, a factor in what made the golf course so good? Because it, that place looked beyond lush, like when you guys were out
1: there. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think if, I could have played it in stopping wet conditions, and it still would have been really fun. And like yeah. really, like, dude, the. Ken was the a whole, big
0: fan of the grass quality out there. from Yeah, what I can Ken
1: see. was a huge fan of the grass quality.
0: But he's, my, he, hey, nice grass, nice people.
1: He, he's he's one of us. He hit the he hit the nail on the head, man. But like, the holes are so cool. Like, okay, there's this one hole, hole twelve. Uh, might be the coolest hole I've ever played in my entire life. Hmm. It's like a how many long episodes do th- I
0: got to wait to see that?
1: Yeah, two more, dude. There oh, was a three. No. But it might it might be literally the coolest hole I've ever played in my entire life. I found a snake on that hole. I hope that made it on camera. I, I tried to pick up a snake. He didn't let me. Uh-huh. But there was, there was a snake in the bunker. I was like, damn, chill. He didn't let me pick him up. <laughs> but uh, it's actually very appropriate because this hole snakes through these Ah, I
0: see what you did there.
1: Hey, uh, gang gang dude, I'm a pro. Uh, no, but literally <laughs> uh, there, was a, there was a snake in the greenside bunker, which was crazy. But like this hole, it's got two big moraines on the left and right side of the fairway and then the fairway kind of depresses like goes down like it's kind of like a little downhill tee shot with and then it kind of goes up plateaus and then drops down and dog legs right and then comes left a little bit so it's got like it's got like a double s turn in it with like mm. these huge dunes moraine dunes blocking you out and you kind of hit up to this plateau then down to the green but you can't see anything because the moraines are there and it just like it just slithers its way through this like mogul field and it's so sick dude it's like it's, I've never played a hole like that in my life dude it was one of the coolest holes I've ever seen in my life and then have you played Chambers Bay?
0: I have played Chambers Bay.
1: So you know how the 10th green at Chambers Bay sits in the middle of those dunes and it's super long and narrow? Yes. So then the, gr- the green at this 12th hole sits like that I've never seen a fairway that like that snakes like that, but like you're kind of playing like through these little corridors, and then the green kind of sits really similar to Tenet Chambers Bay, and it like reveals itself all nice, and you're just like, damn, dude. I remember walking off that hole and like looking back up the 12th fairway and just being like, I mean, that might be the best hole of golf I've ever played. I was just like, that's like the coolest. <laughs> like, I've never seen a golf hole like that before. It was so rad, dude. It was so rad. Wow,
0: that is, uh, man. I still can't It's better than every course abandoned. That's like. That's so wild to me, like, cause I've never been anywhere that has better golf anywhere, like, in, in my life. Okay, so
1: like, so here's the caveat, right? Like, okay, uh, view the golf courses is just golf courses. So either put Aaron Hills on the ocean or take the abandoned courses off the ocean. Sure.
0: Okay. So yeah. like, so like, yeah.
1: just just evaluate like, the whole like course. if you were looking at a yardage book, right? Like, just go from the holes, like hole one, hole two, hole three. Like, yeah, I mean, I think it's a better course, a better course than any of the ones abandoned. I said that at the Cal Club member guest a couple weeks ago, and like. Dude, the uproar it caused. And then I just was like, have any of you played Aaron Hills? And they were like, no. And I was like, then go and tell me I'm wrong. Well, like, also, go- also,
0: I would say like because you are a very capable golfer, I can totally understand the argument because that's the one thing I will say about Bannon is like Bannon was designed for the retail golfer, right? Yes. Like Bannon was not designed to host a U.S. Open. Aaron Hills right. in every little bit was. And, you know, to scale, like Aaron Hills, if playing right, is going to challenge Every single skilled golfer of every level, will, like you know, if there's no wind out of Bandon, like, and you're a plus one and you're feeling it, you're gonna absolutely have your way with any course out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and and so like, first, you know, if if you're someone who really feels like I want a great test, sometimes yeah, I, I could see how aaron Hills would absolutely satisfy that checkbox in a way that none of the Bandon courses could, for sure.
1: And then. And then Bannon's got some tees too. I mean, like Bannon's got up tees that are that are very playable, right? From the back, it's a monster, but like it's got playable tees out there, yeah, uh, for sure. Like, like uh, I mean, okay, I'll spill the beans. We were we were allowed to play it the next day, so we got to go back out and play it the next day. Oh, we love that. Yeah, dude, we love that. Now, did you back- have to? Did you
0: have to play the tippy tips the next day? Or did you get to play it no. from an appropriate distance?
1: We played it from sixty eight hundred yards, and I shot seventy. And it was so fun, dude. And it was like it was like the most. It was, it was like, and then it was like playing. It was like playing Pack Dunes, you know. It was just like, it was just so okay. fun. It was like, That's oh, amazing. like it's, dude. It's and then okay. So I had some friends go out there the next day also, and they played it from like the the sixty five hundred yard tees, and they said it was like so fun. They were like, dude, this. I mean, this could be. They 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 said it could fit. They said that if, if it was on the abandoned property, it'd be hard to distinguish like which one was the best, right? They're like it would fit right in with all of those sure. courses which makes at sense. like sixty, yeah, at like sixty five hundred yards.
0: God, that is amazing. Now this is like, so obviously you got there, you play a great round of golf the next day from sixty eight hundred yards. Have you ever played a golf course that was over seventy seven hundred yards before this this round of golf? Tory South. Okay, so you played you played Tory South from from the Open Tees before. Correct. Did this feel? as difficult, more difficult? Because I mean at Tory you're also like at sea level, right?
1: It felt less difficult. It felt less difficult. Okay. Tory feels harder, but like so uh Aaron Hills is a better golf course, right? So like Tory is hard because if you miss the fairway you're hacking out and then you have two ten in on a par four. Where like Aaron Hills is difficult because like dude, I used to guys all saw it on four. On four I blasted a T ball like 40 yards right. Still was able to try to hit the green went long and then had an impossible up and down that was a really
0: actually really nice shot out of that fisco on the right side i was i mean i guess i shouldn't be super surprised that it went long but like i saw that swing and i was like that's really good dude (laughs) i went
1: me and my cat me and jeremy were laughing because he's like just try to hit it in the upslope and like kill it and then it'll trickle on the green and i flew it to the top of the upslope which we didn't think could happen and then it just went long and it long is dead so i made bogey but it's like I probably would have made a bogey on that exact same hole at Torrey Pines, but it would have been a much shittier bogey at Torrey Pines. It would have been, like, a hack out and then, like, a hit the green and then, like, I don't know. It just it's wouldn't have been nice. fun. Like yeah, every single was...
0: bogey that you watch the pros play when they're there at the Farmers.
1: Exactly. It just <laughs> yeah. wouldn't have, would have been a fun bogey. Where, like, that one was a sick bogey. I, like, hit it in the fescue. Then I, like, had the chance to execute a good shot. And, like, I didn't fully execute it. But, like, I didn't know I didn't fully execute it until the ball stopped rolling. And then I was like, oh, shit, I guess I, I guess it didn't stop. And then And then you kind of get back there and you have this chip and you're like, shit, I still have a chance with this chip. And like, I don't know, you just felt way more engaged the whole time with Tori. Like, you know, you're out of the hole after you hit one bad tee shot. You're like, so Tori's harder for that reason, because it's just going to like kick you in the nuts every time. Where like, Aaron Hills is like a, Aaron Hills is like a tease. It's like, oh, like you can still make par if you want to. And then you walk up with double and you're like, what the fuck just happened?
0: You're like, like, is this golf course spreading your legs for me? And then. Subha. that's a close. That's yeah, going to be a bogey. Exactly. Okay, exactly. Okay. And you're like, all right,
1: cool. I guess I'll just go to the next one.
0: Oh, that's fat. So is it fair to say then that you were the second longest hitter in the group after Ken? Yes. Okay. Now, again, I, I don't want to give anything away. So I'm, I'm kind of just going off what I saw from episode one when you guys played the first four holes. Was the Was the yardage and how long it was playing a serious issue for anybody in the group where it's like, yo, like this is just like, I just don't have the gas to get like to these greens and regulation.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Did, did Dude, that ever happen I, to you? Like, yeah, like, if yeah, you, yeah, yeah. If, I was
0: like, if you were, if you hit a nice ball off the tee into the fairway, was there like any par fours where you're in the fairway after a nice tee shot and you're like, I don't think I have the shot in my bag to hit the green and regulation.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's one par four in the back, and I cranked a drive, and I had 242 in. And I was like, wow, dude. I was like, That's, this is problematic. Sick, dude. Yeah, like, dude. Yeah, I was like, this is a problem. It's like, it like 521 into the wind, and I like oh. hit it in the left rough. I hit it in like the left rough, and it was like, okay, well, didn't get that much roll, but like we should be fine. Get up there 242. And I was like, Oof. I mean, I simply like. It's at every bit of a two iron, it's into the wind and hopefully it runs up there. I don't know, dude. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's it was long, dude. It was wow. long. There's some long holes. Eight's really long. Eight's a really long hole and it like dog legs around this moraine and then goes up the hill and it's into the wind. Eight's a monster. Like Yeah. Yeah, there's some monstrous holes out there. There's some absolutely seven's a monster, dude. Seven's like a six forty par five. It's like uphill. It's like, okay, well I'll just never get there. I'll just get there never.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny, man, because like I know this is way longer. The only time I've ever experienced something like what you guys did was last year. I, I think we might have talked about it before, and I certainly have talked about it on this podcast, so I'll, I'll keep it pretty brief, but I got to go play Harding the Monday, the day after the final round of the PGA Championship where Morikawa won, and we got to play the PGA Championship tees in the same course conditions with all the Sunday pins, and like on 16, now granted, I think we had like maybe like a six or seven mile an hour breeze in our face on 16 where more hits at the seven feet. Now, granted, I'm not a long hit, right? Like I, I don't hit the ball. Like, I mean, for a mediocre golfer, like sure. Like I, anyway, I nukey boyed Boyd, a driver on 16. Like I caught every, put two cheeks into it, dude. And, and just could not have hit it more center on the club face. I had 62 yards to the pin.
1: Yeah, dude, that's so, <laughs> Dude, I got these guys do this. That's Dude, it's do. insane. Like, this is a totally different topic, right? We're going down the rabbit hole now, but like, I hope that this video can show people just how good the pros are.
0: Yes, and like, it, I, it I, does hope, that I hope too, people, I hope people for sure people
1: can. I hope that I hope that that comes through because whenever like, that's one of my least favorite conversations to have when I play with strangers, and they go like, "Oh, like." you're plus one, like you're two under, like I was two under through four this morning, you know? And they're like, oh, like you should try to go pro. And it's like, dude, like Brooks Koepka would be six under through four right now. Like, you know, like he would, he would already be like, I'd be losing, I'd be four down. I'd be dormy. That's the thing. So,
0: So watching you guys play Aaron Hills, like obviously you guys are playing from the yardages, but the course, while it did look immaculately kept, I mean, it's fair to say that it wasn't in US open conditions, right, where the rough has grown out to just, catastrophically long lengths the fescue wasn't up to your knees like it wasn't a lot of places for the pros out there i'm watching my buddy who's a plus one go what like five over to the first four or what, what five, I over, five, five, five over five over the first sure. four and like you weren't playing bad no like you it, know like yeah. you got super unlucky on the first hole and then you just kind of like put yourself in a couple bad spots where you had to like grind a little bit and make some bogeys right and you're exactly. and you're a good golfer and it's like i'm sorry in tournament conditions for the same tees brooks Koepka shot. How many fucking
1: under par on that golf course? Like, 12 under par or something? It's, dude, I mean, I I remember walking off that golf course and being like, dude, okay. So, remember when JT hit the two three woods on 18 Mm -hmm. at Aaron Hills and he hit, and he made Eagle? Dude, the plaque, they have a plaque where he hit that second three wood. Yeah. We, in the video, we all go up to it and look at it, and hopefully they do a good job capturing it. Dude, first things first, the fact that he hit a three. Excuse me. The fact that he hit 3-wood off the tee to that plaque is ridiculous. <laughs> it's like 340 <laughs> off the tee. And it's like, dude, how do you hit a 3-wood this far? Like, that's ridiculous. And then 18 is like an infinity green with, like, long and left dead, just, like, falling off into the abyss of, like, of a Aaron Hills. You just yeah, get sucked into hell. <laughs> yeah, and the pin was – they showed us where the pin was. The pin was, like, front left just in Deadsville, and he hits another 3-wood from, like, 308 to like four feet and makes it it's like that that just doesn't make sense like that just does like you can't comprehend how wild that looks you know
0: yeah man and, and the thing is like, I, I think I'm, I'm hoping that they do highlight what you just talked about is you know in the same way that you just said because like those are the tiny little things right you see like golfers that you might actually just randomly get paired up with like the two guys you play with today you, you meet someone who's really really good and then seeing something like that like he hit a what from here from what now And it's like, it kind of just really reaffirms it. in here like, oh, oh, they're playing a different
1: game. A different game. (laughs) Okay. I I, I implore everybody to go watch Justin Thomas play the 18th hole at Aaron Hills. Watch him go play that second three-wood. Like, it's a 303 three-wood or something that he's hitting into a par five and two. The ball's in the air for like nine seconds. He hits it looks at it, recoils, twirls his club, walks over to his caddy, says something to him, and then the ball comes down. It's like, dude, it's so far away, dude. Like, they're like, it's just so, I don't The man's shit.
0: balls are so big.
1: So big. That shot is terrifying, <laughs> dude. That shot so is big. terrifying. That oh. shot is so terrifying.
0: Wow, that is amazing. Oh, dude, what an absolutely cool experience. So I, I have another thing here on my notes that uh, it, we've kind of already hit a little bit, but I guess I'll, I'll ask it just in case. It triggers something in there that you didn't answer already. I was gonna ask like as far as like Aaron Hills, is it comparable to anywhere else that you've played? Not just like the course. Like I so I was wondering if is the course itself it it sounds a little like, you know, you have thrown some banded comparisons out there in terms of the way that it plays, the width, the size of everything. Um, so I wonder like course wise, if you can think of any comparisons off the top of your head. And then also from a difficulty standpoint, like what are some other courses other than is there any other ones besides Tori that you've played that's like this is so hard
1: no that that was the other thing that made that experience so cool man like it is wide i don't know if you remember when the 2017 u.s open went there everyone was complaining about how the fairways were the widest in u.s open history and it's true like there's a lot of width out there uh you have room to play golf you know it's just really hard it's just really really hard like they it's just really hard and then no there's like that was another part of the thing that made the experience so unique and so cool i've never seen any golf course like that i've never played any golf course like that it was hard for all the right reasons you know like it was never hard for it was never hard and dumb it was always hard and like oh wow this is a good challenge like this yeah. is cool like this is wild like yeah i've never i've truly never seen anything like that dude like i said it's in a glacier field like i when was the last time you were in a glacier field you know like i can't say i've played a
0: lot of golf in glacier fields before.
1: Yeah, it's just, no. like, it's it's super unique. It feels like a different planet, man. There's nothing else around it. You're just, like, lost in, like, the in Wisconsin. It's, it's yeah, it's unlike any other golf course I've ever seen or played in my life. And it was super unique and, and super cool. Yes. And the people are so nice.
0: God, that's so amazing. Oh, God, I can't wait. So, are we thinking maybe 2023? I'll put together a little swap trip for us, or maybe we'll hit up Aaron Hills. Maybe... Maybe we get to Sand Valley. Maybe we go to whis you know, Whistling Straits. Do it all like over the course of a week. Is this is this something? Oh, we got to hit up La Sonia as well.
1: A lot of hit. Got to hit up Lasonia. Lasonia is only like forty five minutes from there. It's really close to Lasonia. So Ooh. yeah, yeah. Ooh. I, my plan, my plan was to play La Sonia, but then they were like, "Do you want to run back Aaron Hills?" And I was like, "Yeah, for sure." But I was gonna go play Lasonia. I was gonna just show up in the morning and get an Uber and just like put myself on the wait list and hope someone canceled. And they were like, you want to run this back? And I was like, yeah, I'll run this back. That sounds way better.
0: Interesting. So I have a feeling that I probably know what the answer is, but I just got to ask you it anyway. It sounds like something that you would happily do again if given the opportunity.
1: For sure. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. For sure. The beers are good. The people are nice. The bars are fun. Like, golf course is insane. The amenities are next level. Like, yeah, it's a cool, cool place. It's a special place. It's definitely a special place.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, uh, and I'm not not excited for the one day that I get to play Aaron hills. I'm excited
1: to watch you finish your round of golf out here. Ooh, I got like dude, I got like dude. three more episodes of goodness here. We got some. We got some. There's gonna be some cool shots too. I hit a couple good ones. There's a couple good ones that are gonna be on camera that are gonna look sick. I think.
0: So is it safe to say that the scores do get uh, better? Do it, or
1: we're, we're still got to guess. All right. Still got it. Still got to guess. I'll I will say this. If the... you're
0: five over after four. Do you keep this pace up? Do you shoot 20 something over par?
1: No, I don't shoot 20 something over par. Right, I will well, tell yeah. you right now. I will I will tell you right now. Uh Those first four holes are the hardest, for sure. Are okay,
0: that's it. Yeah, do, th- do they mention that in in the video?
1: No, no they don't. But like 3 and 4 are brutal. 2 3, three and four, 4 look
0: like brutes, dude. 3 and
1: 4 3 and 4 are brutal, dude. Oh, and then oh, but and, one then, is, like, and oh. then you have a couple Couple other hard holes like not nine is eight and nine are brutal. Uh, and then that's it. The back nine is the back nine is gettable. It's hard, the back nine is hard, don't get me wrong. But the back nine is definitely like you have like a 320 par four that's drivable, you have a par five that's reachable. Um, you have like a shorty par three, like a 155 par three, even from the backs. So, like the back, there's a couple holes that are that are way more gettable, but those first five. Dude, hole one is, like, 540 on the scorecard, but it effectively plays, like, 600 yards. It's, like, a huge U. Like, I don't—dude, yeah, the first five holes are gnarly. The first five holes are gnarly. I,
0: I will say this, like, I, and it gets back to the whole, like, I can't believe how much I loved, like, seeing this golf course and how just sexy it all looked. Um, Bro, one and two. Like, that par five to start and then that, like, two looked so unbelievably sick. Like, you, you know— Again, pardon my language, folks. I'm a slut for a good short part four, right? And it didn't look very short from where you guys are playing it, but like that just looked like so hard. Like the temptation to get aggressive on a hole like that just seems like it would be too overwhelming. And then it's ready to just kick you right in the teeth if you start getting a little a little too late. Like just it looked like a perfect golf hole.
1: I think two is my favorite hole in the front nine for sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. After playing it twice, two is my favorite hole in the front nine. Oh, for that's sure. So awesome. Dude, it's. Oh. Dude, it it's so easy to make a three on two, and it's so easy to make a seven. Like you can make both with no, and like it's three fifty eight from the tips. Like from the tippity tips, it's three fifty eight hmm. from where we played it the next day. Yeah, it was like from sixty hundred yards, it was what? Like three eighteen. See, it's perfect. It's absolutely it's perfect. perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. And uh. that green complex is like that. That I, I think the, I truly think the best shot I hit all day was the bump and run on two. Dude, that, that, bump that and run looks so, so again. A lot of the shots you hit on,
0: on the first four holes, like, I was watching like, yeah,
1: perfectly done. Like, that's it's exactly what I would hope to do. <laughs> Dude, it's like it's like sick, the green, like, from where I was, the green was literally, like, six feet above my head. Yeah. Like, I'm so far below the surface of the green. It's like, okay, and then I'm short-sighted, so it's like, well, I can't flop it. Like, I have to just, like, on short grass, it's like, well, I guess I'm just going to bump a 52 into the hill. Was and then the green rolls away from me. Was anybody
0: else in your group playing the ball low around the greens?
1: No, they kind of started biting people. It kind of started biting people. It's like, no, okay. dude, like, like, yeah, you start seeing some weird well, how, ones. Dude, and with like, how those
0: things are crowned, like, you have to play it like that if you
1: want you a ha- chance. You have to play it low. I had two on two and three. Or, yeah, two and three. I had to do back-to-back low ones, you know? It was like, yeah, you could bump it. like, Yeah, and it starts biting people. But, like, yeah, you cannot take loft around that golf course. Like, you'll get crushed.
0: Mm. God, I'm ready, dude. I'm ready to go to Aaron L's.
1: It's so sick. I hope, I hope it's so to, sick. Oh, I hope we get
0: to do it together. God, it just it looks Me so too. awesome. Oh, what's so awesome, man. Well, dude, I've had so much fun picking your brain about this. It has been so much fun to watch these videos. I've watched it twice now, and getting to watch you operate, like, you know, as anybody who listens to this podcast somewhat regularly has probably already figured out, like, you are one of my favorite people. Like, I just just love talking to you. Every time we get together, just fucking puts an ear-to-ear smile on my face. And uh, I don't know, man, just watching you on this, it's bringing me a lot of joy, and it seems like I'm probably not alone on this. I think a lot of people are really enjoying this uh this video and i think are about to enjoy three more episodes of uh of a
1: similar quality dude thank you for everybody for watching thank you kyle dude yeah i I love all you guys dude it's uh i'm happy you guys are watching it i'm happy you guys are enjoying it it was so much fun to be a part of it and uh and yeah dude it was just it was one of the coolest experiences of my life dude so i'm happy people are enjoying the ride because it was it was quite a ride dude it was it was quite a thrill for sure yeah
0: yeah, and, and you know and now that uh, we've got this one out of the way we we may have to reconvene in a few weeks time after all of the the episodes have uh, come to conclusion to get another episode of uh, nice grass nice people out there but yeah, I would love when, that. yeah when it's all when it's all finished I, I, I want to have you back so we can talk about your round as a whole because at that point you'll be able to talk about you know, your round because honestly it didn't surprise me that you started slow because I I I am aware that just because you're a plus one, doesn't mean that you automatically just get to birdie the first four holes, and like honestly, I remember the last round of golf that you and I got to play together at Soul Park. Yep. Or no, not Soul Park. I'm sorry. We played at Rustic. at Rustic. Yeah, we played at Rustic Canyon back in March. If I'm not correctly, you hooped like three balls OB in the first two holes.
1: Yeah, I was three over through three. Yeah, like, three over through three. I hit yeah. I hit it OB. I hit it OB on the first hole and then save bogey. I hit it OB on the second hole, made double. And then I parred the third hole. Yeah, and okay. I was like, all right, chill. you are yeah, like
0: You're all over. And then you ended up making, I don't know how many birdies. You ended up winning more skins than anybody else. And I think you had the low score of the day. I was like, yeah, this dude, like, this dude vibes. He gets out there. Yeah. He starts slow. He just The shoulders don't drop, dude. He, the,
1: the chin oh, goes he, up and he just goes. It, gets, it takes all the pressure off. I'd just gotten out of a three-hour car ride, too. We sat in L.A. traffic. So I just, like, fresh <laughs> out the car straight to the first tee. and just pull one, pull hook one out of bounds. It's, like, sick today's <laughs> gonna be today's gonna be sweet
0: <laughs> absolutely sick oh uh, yeah man that was they um... gave us
1: they gave us the official u.s open yardage books too which are Ooh. sick now do Bad. those have
0: the uh the green the green readings on them oh oh yeah
1: oh my yeah they they do oh yeah they my. do were you They're using none.
0: it during your round did you find it oh did, yeah
1: did you find it helpful? oh Yo, yeah your boy was in there dude going for boy was on in there dude okay hold on let me just show you 12 so you can get a picture of it like There's – let me see. Can you see it?
0: Yes. so everybody is showing me his green reading book that has just a bevy of information and yardages. Every side of the fairway giving yardages from every tease to every spot, each hole taking up two full pages of the yardage book before it gets to the green where there's got to be no less than 47 different arrows on that green projecting all the different slopes and whatnot. That that is – and that is a corticopia of golfing information.
1: Dude, and then look at that S, dude. The hole is like such a gnarly little S turn. It's crazy. And, and, this, it is, crazy. and this is
0: your favorite. That, that was number 12.
1: That was 12. Yeah, my yeah. favorite hole in the golf course. Dude, 12's, um, I am 12's
0: elite. gapped for episode three. I cannot wait to see you play this golf hole. Let's dude, go.
1: 12 is sick. 12 was so sick. Uh, oh, dude. Yeah, it's so cool. Of so, course was crazy. Dude. B-
0: before I let you go, have you stayed in touch with the other three guys that you got to play with?
1: Oh, hell yeah, dude. Like I said, Ken got married this weekend. Shout out, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> Sexing Ken on his wedding. I was like, let's go, dude. Uh, Alex and I still talk all the time. Vibe off, loser, Dubai. So he's very hard to get a hold of.
0: It's t- a little tougher for for, to, for the, yeah. The, across the world is not close.
1: Literally on the other side of the world. Makes it very <laughs> difficult to get in touch with him. But, uh, but yeah, we still vibe. We still send Instagram. Like all three of us will still reply to each other's stories, right? Like whenever anybody throws something up on the Instagram, I'm just, I'm in there. Like, let's go, Ken. up there grinding it's so funny ken convinced himself to start hitting a fade after that round and now he's like putting up videos he's like i hit fades now and i'm like gang gang ken it's all about the fade. (laughs) it's all about the fade, gang dude oh i absolutely love that oh i can't wait i'm gonna have to find uh
0: i'm gonna have to find all your boys on the on the instagram so i can uh so i can get dialed in a little bit more oh Oh, yeah i'm invested i'm absolutely invested
1: Dude, let's go. I'm so happy you're invested. I'm so happy you're watching. Guys, let me know what y'all think. Don't be shy. DM me if you're in San Diego. Let's go play golf. Oh, All the usual stuff. Beautiful, beautiful, man. Well,
0: uh, on that note, anything that uh, you want to share or plug before we, we put a wrap on this thing, my man?
1: Nothing for me. Just keep watching the, keep watching the videos, guys.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. And uh, who knows? Hopefully you and I... We got some golf to play here pretty soon. But once the calendar turns around for for next year, and uh, I don't have like a like a super fresh newborn in my house, my ability to get out and uh, get after a couple of days of golf, I think it's going to improve dramatically.
1: I think, I think so too. Make oh, okay. everybody well, feel nice and good. All right. All
0: right. Well, everybody, thank you for listening. Until next time. Adios, y'all.